estate investing is never easy. I don't know who needs to hear that, who needs to be reminded of that, but over the last three or four years, I have been harping on a couple of things where I saw investors delve into the easy area. The first one you've heard me rant about plenty, and that is obviously limited partners throwing their hard-earned money at brand new syndicators, and I think it is clear how that will end, unfortunately. Well, there is a second area that I have discussed, and now that is starting to crumble. What is the second area? Airbnb arbitrage. Yes, folks, Airbnb arbitrage is finally being called out for what it is. Uh, there's an article on CNBC where there is a company that was selling it as easy money. All they were asking for apparently was $20,000 to be part of their whatever, and money would flow in as they found basically units to rent and then sublease via Airbnb. Now, again, let me be clear. Airbnb arbitrage can work, but it is work and it is risky. What always annoys me and is a huge red flag is when anybody talks about real estate investing being easy or you know high returns without any work whatever it never is been doing this for 20 years in fact yesterday i did a quick live or a quick video in my gym talking about four horrible things that happened to me over the last two weeks again it's never easy. It is never easy. So again, go ahead and check out that CNBC article. It is the first of many. Again, this, it's, it's sad that people get got by these fraudsters, these charlatans, these whatever. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back of the room. Real estate investing is never easy. It is a tremendous path to wealth. It is very slow in the beginning. It will try to kick you out, but it is worth it. We bring you multiple millionaires each week on this channel to hopefully highlight that it's worth it. So we'll leave that one alone. Check out the CNBC article. It is eye-opening. Uh, let's, let's talk about the week ahead. It's Sunday. We will talk about the week ahead. Uh, we will talk about key economic numbers and key earnings. Let's do earnings first because I think the most important will be the economic numbers. So we'll talk about that in more detail. But earnings, uh, I'm, I've identified a few that I will be watching. On Monday, we have Cadence and Avis budget. I will be looking into Avis and budget. What is going on with travel? Obviously, last week we saw Expedia have a particularly weak report, specifically around airline bookings. Uh, so we will see if we have follow through with the rental car arena. On Tuesday, Tuesday is a big day for earnings, at least for companies that I will be watching. AutoNation, Zillow, Instacart, Airbnb, and Datadog. I'll be looking at all of these for different reasons. AutoNation, 
what is going on with used cars, Zillow, what is going on with real estate, Instacart, what are we, are we still having our groceries mailed to our, or dropped off, Airbnb, is it finally cracked like Expedia, and then Datadog. Datadog will be interesting in the software arena and SaaS and all of that. What is going on there? Is it like David Sachs says in the SaaS depression recession is over or are we still suffering? Wednesday will be Cisco, Blackstone, and Upwork. Uh, Cisco, uh, they have hinted at layoffs. So how big of layoffs will there be? Uh, they also uh, talked about buying or they are in contract or whatever to buy Splunk which if you go back and looked at my LinkedIn profile, you know I spent some time at, uh, what will be happening there. Blackstone and Upwork. Blackstone obviously just bought, I don't know, call it 32,000 single family homes. What else is on their agenda? Uh, Thursday, DraftKings, Wend's, uh, Wendy's, excuse me, Open Door and John Deere. You know, Wend Wendy's will be interesting. Obviously McDonald's missed, Chipotle did okay. What is going on there? Open door. Why aren't they closed door, right? We, uh, there was a big joke a couple years ago or whatever about closed door. What is going on there? Are they buying, selling? What is going on? And then John Deere. John Deere's kind of a play on Caterpillar, uh, but obviously at a smaller scale, uh, very much more of a homeowner farmer level versus big contract. So will be interesting there. And then Friday, Air Canada in Cinemark. Cinemark will be interesting. What is going on with movies? All right, let's switch over to economic news. And boy, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday is important. I am shocked. Am I shocked? Yes, I'm shocked. Get this. The forecast, the experts, the forecast for CPI headline, hold your hat, is 2.9. Not 3%, it is now 2.9. Folks, there is a chance on Tuesday that we will see an inflation reading with a two handle on it. That is important to me, right? Last month was 3.4. So this will be a massive move from 3.4 to 2.9. That is headline. Core, just so you know, will move from 3.9 to 3.7. Again, these are the expectations for Tuesday. So let's go back to CPI headline. 2%, 2 with a 2 handle on it, that will give the Fed at least another, I don't know, bullet, ammunition, whatever you want to call it, to consider a May or June rate cut. If we get a 2.9 and then we get follow through next month at 2.7, for example, you can look forward to a May rate cut. It's, it's, it, it would, I would be shocked if the market was not increasing their expectations for a May rate cut if inflation has a two handle on it. So that, uh, that's the important number of the week, but we have a lot more coming. What about Thursday? We have weekly unemployment claims, which again is our most consistent uh, economic number. Where is that going? We are still in the low 200s. I think it needs to spike to over 300 or 325 to really kind of <coughs> shake the Fed into action early. 
Uh, we get U.S. retail sales. The, uh, the death of the U.S. consumer has been called for for a long time. Uh, so we will see about that. And then we will get home builder confidence. Obviously, last month it spiked. Uh, where are home builders today? Are they getting more confident? What is going on? Friday, we will get housing starts. We will get PPI, which again is producer price index. Tuesday is consumer inflation. Friday will be producer inflation or wholesale inflation. What is going on there? Headline inflation is expected to be one point. Let me make sure I got this. Expectation is for one, yeah, one percent. One percent. Yeah, another sign that the Fed may cut in May or June. So again, a lot of stuff uh, coming this week on the economic front around inflation. Is the Fed still winning? All of that. One of the things that I want to make very clear that I am battling as I look at 2024, the rest of the year, and that is, will we have a traditional recession or will a rolling recession take hold? Over the last month or so, I personally have seen signs of a rolling recession. I think housing and mortgage is the greatest example that a rolling recession is possible. I believe housing and mortgage have been in a depression. If you listen to the All In podcast and David Sachs, he talks about SaaS software being in a depression. I would argue SaaS, mortgage, and real estate are coming out of that. Now, other sectors may be entering. So will 2024 go down as something like 1991, where we had a rolling recession, as opposed to a general economic slump or a traditional recession? And this is important. This is important. Because we have a lot of folks like Jeremy Grantham, David Rosenberg, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Gunlock, Gary Schilling, Danielle DiMartino Booth, all of these experts, all of these well, well-known, well-respected individuals talking about 2024 crashes coming. If we have a traditional recession, they are probably right. They are without question probably right. The playbook for a traditional recession is unemployment goes up, right? Daniel DiMartino Booth, I think, is calling for unemployment to spike or layoffs to spike significantly in the next three to five weeks. Jeremy, David, Jeffrey, and Gary are all calling for margin compression or multiple, excuse me, multiple compression and earnings drops which would cause the stock market to potentially fall 30%. For example, Gary is talking about a 30 Gary Schilling is talking about a 30% drop in stocks from 5000 to 3500. Gary is probably right if we have a traditional recession. I want you to think about this because if we have a rolling recession and again, if it's a big word with two letters, if 
I suspect the playbook is different. I suspect Jeremy, David, Jeffrey, Gary, and Danielle have not really looked at how to play it like 1991. It's a different playbook. It will be a stock picker or sector by sector choices. So again, I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna have a traditional recession or a rolling recession. Again, recessions are, are normal. They're not to be afraid. It's a cleansing mechanism. But I think you invest different. I think you invest one way for a traditional recession and somewhere very different for a rolling recession. So again, keep that in mind. I want to talk about uh, the event coming up this weekend. Obviously, we have the 50,000 celebration here in Vegas. It starts Saturday. We have three tickets. We have two general admission, and yes, folks, we have one VIP ticket. So this is your last chance to get these tickets. We're gonna, you know, it's, it's gonna shut down and all these things. So if you wanna go, you can make it out. Maybe you're in Vegas, uh, feel free to come out. And then second, Ryan Pineda has been gracious enough to double the room size for our event on Friday. We have a free event. Friday at Ryan Pineda's uh, shop from 4 to 6 p.m. If you're coming for the event or if you're in town and you want to come, uh, you can uh, register. I'll put the link below. It is free. Uh, we will network, ask questions. I'm sure there'll be a presentation or two. Uh, I want to give Ryan and his team a huge shout out for supporting one rental at a time. Uh, they they uh, texted me over the weekend saying, hey, the 100 seats went really fast. Uh, we're going to double the room for you. So again, let's show them support. Let's get registered. Let's come out. Let's, uh, let's all be there uh, and support one rental at a time and, and frankly, start the party early. Uh, so I will put that link down below. And then finally, folks, we have another golden ticket. Another golden ticket. Uh, Gian, uh, congratulations for getting your golden ticket. Uh, it will be in the mail later today. I guess tomorrow. Today's Sunday, right? Yeah, today's Sunday. So tomorrow, uh, congratulations for your golden ticket. These are for your first deal. And then, of course, the black cards. You can get as many of those as you would like. Uh, so go ahead and get that. And then finally, folks, uh, I recorded my goals session this morning. It goes live at 9 a.m. It is ugly. All I got to say is last week is ugly. It sucked. But sometimes you have to go through it. So um, do me a favor, watch that. Let me know what you think. Uh, I think it's important to let you know that it's all not sunshine and rainbows. But yes, last week was atrocious. Yeah, not good. Not good. All right, folks, take care of yourself. Have a wonderful day. Bye.